Just a bit of news, George. I want to know what you think of this one. Christopher Walken wow. is playing the Emperor in the next Dune film. Boom. And I have mixed the, the spice. It's, <laughs> it's dusty. I, I don't know how I feel about like a really deep New Jersey accent no, but in, he's, in Dune. He's got the kind of I the Emperor. Wow. It's hard. Um, I, I'd, I'm, I'm there for it because he is dusty now. He's got, a, he's got character to his face. Because Walken is what, 80? I, I put it likely. You know, likely. He yeah. is quite a dusty figure now. You know, if he, I feel like if I gave him a pat on the, the right back, costume design. Yeah. yeah. He would he would let off a little bit <laughs> of dust spice. in, in, yeah. The, yeah, in <laughs> the light if the sun was here. Uh, <sighs> no, no, you know, no, no disrespect. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that. Um, keep, keep, if Dune can just keep adding the interesting actors. They are. They keep, they keep adding. People keep getting like, like joining the fight for Dune part yeah. two. Now that <laughs> it's been... Christopher Walken has entered the game. But I was I was critical of Dune for being this like intense, huge space opera. But like the main character called Paul. And yeah. Now it's like, you got yeah. Christopher Walken, who I just I don't know. I, I picture him in like a deli in in in, yeah. in New York. And yeah. now it's like okay, he's a, he's in a ruckus now or have, whatever. Have you seen the picture of young Christopher Walken and he looks like Scarlett Johansson? Uh, yes, I think I have. It's I've uncanny. Heard about it, yeah. There you go. When I went to go see Doctor Strange, I saw a preview for the Avatar 2 trailer, which, oh. while it was... Yeah. I describe it as different shots of people swimming, mm. but it has since broken the record in the time it's been out as the most viewed trailer of all time. So it's beaten out Force Awakens. I think they're all Star Wars trailers, the ones that have the okay, record. Sure. And yeah, it's the biggest film ever. Pokemon game and it has no, so it is far the biggest, Avatar, Avatar's is it now again yeah Avatar's and it is now the biggest trailer for the sequel as I described it it's it's shots of people swimming yes but it's very blue considering that Avatar as we know hasn't been a thing since 2009 call it 2010 when people are still really into it you can show I, I just wonder what the Avatar effect is there's nothing there's nothing about that that's just pretty shots of yes. people swimming and flying around yeah. but for some reason that resonates with people so much I don't. I don't. What, I, what am I, I missing? About, and I look at it. Basically, looks the same as two thousand and nine. Yes, I, I'm sure it will be visually yeah, 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 yeah. incredible. Right, but right. Yeah. It's loads same of stuff. assorted shots with basically no coherence. Just it's basically all the things they've made so far. Yeah, Here yeah. You go. It's people like looking through like ah, some plants, swimming in water with like a Lugia Pokemon ass yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's, 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 it's very blue. Yeah, cool. But you know, we we were critical of Avatar, like I think a lot of people are, being like, fine film. But it Biggest is film of all time? Is, question mark? Yeah, yeah, it's Pocahontas, and there's this reason it resonated not just with like Western audiences, but like international audiences all around the world. Yeah. And I'm looking at this it's sequel, and I'm like, you're going to make four more. Right. What's the story, and why should I pay attention? Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I did watch the trailer, and I'm like, yeah. Hmm. I, 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 can't, I can't answer. It. I don't know why that. I don't know why that connects to people. But maybe just people love things that are just so different. And so, and also, yeah, that's like the opposite of Dune. We were, we were talking about with Christopher Walken. Yes, right? like Dune is like heavy, grounding you in this new world. Whereas right. Avatar is like Avatar is like the screensaver version. Yes. It is it's like a screensaver. It's like you know when you know when you're in a meeting room somewhere and someone's left <laughs> yeah. the Apple TV on and you're just not concentrating because you're just watching yeah, the yeah, screen yeah. go over like aerial things. That's that's what Avatar is. With you oh, put like right. po the plot of Pocahontas yeah, 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 yeah. against the screensaver of the Apple TV. <laughs> that's what it is. Do you know? Look, I'm really sorry to bring it up again, but that does remind me of that really good bit in the American Office where Michael's giving me a presentation and they're all looking at the screen behind it to see <laughs> if see the, the box, DVD, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it's going to go like, in the corner. Oh, 
that. Yeah. Oh. And then it, go, it like, goes in and they're like, yeah. And it's like, Pam says she saw it go into the corner. I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I saw it. I saw it. Who go. said I didn't see it? Did Jim say it? <laughs> yeah. And then Michael's like, because when they do it, he's like, yeah. Michael's like, some days I'm just on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is yeah. It, this Christmas. Another All one. Right. Yeah. All right. I guess yeah. we'll be there. Four. They're doing four more. All right. Load it up. So, George, another thing we missed last week is the trailer for the prequel series of Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Right. Um, you've seen this trailer. Yes. And I, I described it as a trailer of a pouting trailer oh where God, everyone yeah. sort of stands in different, very well lit shots and just goes. And then they do the eye thing where their head turns and then their eyes do. Oh, yeah. Which is just a classic trailer shot. But yeah, any, any thoughts for this? I looked at that and I thought, here's my worry with that trailer. Mm. Here's my worry with the House of Dragon trailer. Mm. Uh, House of the Dragon, which sounds like a Bruce Lee movie. Yes, it does. And what I think is that... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing with the House of the Dragon trailer. I worry that they are under such... They are, they are still smarting from the bruising that they got when Game of Thrones finished in 2019. Mm. That this isn't going to be just we're making a, a, a new Game of Thrones show. It's going to be, how do we try and get people back on board? Please keep after watching. After what happened. And I think that there's a risk. They could be like paralyzed by fear that they, you know, a bit like after Star Wars had The Last Jedi and everyone went, oh, yes. oh shit. How do we get people back? I think that could happen They're with like this. afraid to like put the hammer and the chisel yeah. into their masterpiece anymore in case it all just comes crumbling yeah. down. And then it, and by doing so, it actually makes it all worse. Yeah. So uh, I love Matt Smith. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Uh, it does it very pouty. Matt Smith can do no wrong. He's pouting very well on this pouty trailer. That, that trailer finishes with the dragon being like, ah, oh, you know, breathing fire. And I'm like, we saw that. Though. We saw that. Yeah. That doesn't impress me. The much. dragons were a wonderful reveal in like season four <laughs> when they came <laughs> yeah, out yeah. of the Game of Thrones. Is, and is that, that's, that's the Mad King, is it? Yeah. So, so here's, this is my problem with it is that I don't remember the exact plot details now because I've not been engaged with Game of Thrones for a few years. But I'm pretty sure if I was to be very active in watching Game of Thrones, I'd know, have a pretty good sense of what's going to happen. Yeah. I can't remember because I'm not, it's yeah. not bubbling through me right now but i'm pretty sure i know which is the reason i have a problem with the lord of the rings prequel right. tv series that's coming out where it's like i kind of know what's going to happen yeah. if it can do something like a better call saul which oh, is a prequel yeah. but it manages to take such a yeah. side sidestep in the mm. plot that it doesn't doesn't matter what mm. you know it's doing something completely different then by all means but i can't tell if that's doing telling a story that's so untold yeah that i'm gonna be like oh my god what's gonna happen because also like armor. the thing with the uh, better call saul is like it's not another tale about a kingpin like no, it's, it's about it's just a, it's actually about a lawyer but it's separate so where but this looks like it's still about people trying to sit on the iron throne yes which we had thing. before the same the same hat you got your house mention of house yeah, baratheon yeah, you'll have blah, starks blah, blah. and you're just the mad king and like i can't remember what happens but i'm pretty sure if, if you caught me watching this when i was watching game of thrones i'd be like well i know yeah. that that then happens and and, and jamie lannister's gonna do the thing where yeah. he kills it so but if is jamie lannister in that then no I, actually is it before i think this is like Thou a thousand years before. Is it a thousand years? How long when do people live? When was the live? Mad King? I'm I don't so know. out of it. I don't so know. I think it. we would all, uh, whatever. I don't think I'll watch it. I don't. I don't, I don't do think, think. Unless it gets mad hype. Do you, you need to hear several people go, oh, but the new series. No, no, you should give it I a go. Will, I need to wait for the whole series to finish. And you're going to binge it. And then if people say that was actually worth it and I can't wait for season two, then maybe, which is a bit like what I did with Game of Thrones the first time around. <laughs> yeah. See you in August for that. Game of Thrones is one of those shows that took you a couple of times to get into it because there were so many names and things going on. Me? No, no, like one. one. It took, you remember, it, people would say, I tried to get into Game of Thrones. I found it very confusing because it's like a new world with new politics. Mm. You don't quite get the idea of all the families and the houses. I think if you're going to watch Game of Thrones, you have to watch the, 
all of the first season and then make a decision. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this is okay. And then it's only by like episode six, season one, that you go, oh, oh conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Anyway. This one's from Robert. Hey guys, big fan of the podcast. I really enjoy watching watching as I pretend to work from home. Uh, I know you are both fans of Succession and Euphoria, but I was wondering what your thoughts are on the wealth of other HBO TV shows that are out there. For me, Sopranos remains the best, along with The Wire, though I recognize this is slightly cliched. And I'll find myself rewatching them every two to four years. Wow. Uh, Keen to hear your thoughts, ideas, ranking, and maybe highlight some lesser known ones. Thanks, Rob. Rob. We will definitely do a TV episode. I don't think we should get. I don't think we should even get into that now. We, TV is something we've talked about. We've spoken about Succession. We've spoken about uh, Euphoria. Just mm-hmm. we'll have to go back through some of our previous episodes to kind of find those. And uh, we did talk about Game of Thrones originally, kind of back before, way back. Uh, way back when. I think I'd like to do an episode where we talk about some great some TV of the shows. maybe perhaps just even focusing on like the last ten years of the, the golden age of TV. What or are the we, ones that made it? Or more interestingly, we talk about the noughties and the great TV shows in the noughties because it's it's for sure. It's, or even comparing how different TV is between now and then. Yeah, this is like an editorial meeting. For yeah, our show, sorry for but, yeah. <laughs> but, but the point is uh, that is definitely on our cards to really investigate. So thank you. This one is from Daniel. Hi again. I really like this week's podcast and I have to go along with the underrated actors named Michael Trend with Michael Fassbender. I think he was great in his brief role in Inglorious Bastards and although they're not my favourite, he was one of the best in the revived X-Men movies. I think he makes the most with what he has in the movies he stars in. I also think Miles Teller is definitely under the radar in Hollywood. He's exceptional in Whiplash, I agree, and enjoyed his performance in Ward... And I enjoyed his performance in War Dogs. Um, okay. Two, uh, two things. I think... Okay. Michael Fassbender, but, I'd say, is rated. I would say also Michael Fassbender is rated, but with the caveat, if you'd sent that email in five years ago, not mm. that we did this then, but I would have been like, Michael Fassbender is definitely rated. He's been Oscar nominated. He's yeah, even delivered some fantastic performances. However, I looked at his IMDb recently. He hasn't made a film in five years except for one film. He came back and did X-Men Dark Phoenix, clearly because the, the money truck part of it. I think probably it's because he contracted as well. Yeah, contractually obliged. I think he um he went and started a family, which is probably slightly why, but the last film he he made was The Snowman. Do you remember that film, The Snowman with Rebecca Ferguson? Yeah. So that got a really bumpy ride because basically, and I think there are better sources to find this information in than me, because I've kind of picked this up from in bits and pieces. But basically they ran out of money making that film and it was a bit of a disaster. Mm. So when it came to actually showing it to audiences, it really was all over the place. And people were watching it going like, what the fuck is this? There's a random scene, apparently, I've not seen it, with like Toby Jones and Val Kilmer that's in just one scene. There's just, apparently it was awful, like really, really bad. And the director really? came out and was like, yeah, we're really sorry. We just like ran out. It was just, it was such a headache. And since then, he's just made that X-Men film and that's it. And so now I'm thinking like, if Michael Fassbender continues, he, Fassbender. Fassbender, he will be underrated again because he's not been around. It's, true. it's weird for someone who was such like the actor five years ago. Yes, he was the, the hot shot. I, lo- I, I, I love him. Fantastic actor. Everything. Another yeah. underrated film with an underrated Michael Fassbender for once, by the way, is Macbeth. 2015 oh i do need to see that the, what's the name justin justin curzon one um yeah i would say i would say i agree i some some of my fastman's in one of my favorite films to eat when you talk about x-men dark phoenix was completely forgettable but there's a really bad one which was the one before called apocalypse mm. which was equally awful in fact might be worse than dark phoenix but there are two 
uh, Magneto has like two personal scenes in it, which are the only good hmm. scenes. And it, it just fleshes out his story and it's about him like trying to get away from it. And those were the two scenes. I was like, oh, this is like proper comic book storytelling. Hmm. Cut to Oscar Isaac being like, we will build them a better <laughs> one. And then like the Empire State Building like shoots through the Great Pyramid. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, good God, yeah. what has happened to this franchise? Um, um, and just I, on Miles, Miles Teller. Teller. And Miles Teller is mm. an interesting one. I agree. His performance in Whiplash is fantastic. So Everyone good. talked about J.K. Simmons, but Miles Teller is great. And you're not know, actually the. There was another bit of correspondence we received talking about Miles Teller. Mm. I agree. And it's and I've often in the past few years thought, what happened to Miles Teller? Why hasn't he quite had the kind of meteoric rise? Mm. He's meant to be in uh, Top Gun Maverick. Mm. It meant to be. He is in Top Gun <laughs> yeah. Maverick. And he's also in this show they're making about the Godfather yes. called The Offer, which looks very really good, really good. Which is great. But um, I've I did some digging, and the thing about Miles Teller is. He was the victim, not victim, sorry. He was the subject of a very controversial uh, uh, profile piece in Esquire in 2015. It's amazing to think that a profile can still have this kind of power, or at least in 2015 it did. But he came across really badly in a, a, bit, a bit of basically, he had an oh, absolute car this. crash interview with um, Esquire. And I've got it in front of me here just to read you what it says. So the title is, Miles Teller, Miles Teller is young, talented, and doesn't give a rat's ass what you think. So this is straight off the back of uh, his... Let's make up the back of Whiplash, right? Really? Our oh, latest okay. cover star is on a quest for greatness. Sometimes that can involve being a bit of a dick too. Um, then bit, the article begins. You're sitting across from Miles Teller at the Luminary restaurant in Atlanta and you're trying to figure out if he's a dick. You've just told him by way of making conversation that according to legend, the champagne coupe in your hand is shaped like Marie Antoinette's left breast. And he tells you the highball glass, in his mo the highball glass that he's holding is modeled after his dick. Then he tells the waitress the same thing. Uh, and then there's basically the, 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 the article, truthful or not, is wow. very, very unflattering about him and, and basically paints him as a massive dick. And people did say that that really didn't do him a lot of favors and, and, and subsequently, I think, affected his ability to get roles. So he's kind of, whether wow. truthful or not, he had, he's got a reputation from this as being difficult to work with. So I think that affected him. He was in the, um, this series that Nicholas Winding Refn did he, Nicholas Winding Refn made a series for uh, Amazon with another great actor in it, John Hawkes, also underrated. I, and I, I don't know anyone who has seen it. I, I didn't even know it existed. And I, I, we're like the target audience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mars Teller. So wasn't he meant to be in uh, Ryan Gosling's part in La La Land? Yes, but then, but then, then, but then, because he, no, no, but then because he was quite difficult to work with. Apparently, was it really? From Damien Chazelle. Yes, to turn wow. around. That's another. That's another whisper I heard of him and being Emma difficult. Emma Stone wasn't first preference for that character either. It was I think it was Emma Watson? Yeah, it was Emma Watson. Yeah. Emma Watson and Miles Teller. I'm glad but, Emma but Watson. Did I think do it. even I have. A, I can't. I'm sorry if this is not true, but I have a feeling in my head that like Damien Chazelle almost like read out his text exchange with Miles Teller, being like, yeah, like it, you know, or, or vice versa, and it clearly just like ran. They clearly just didn't get see eye to eye really? afterwards. Wow. Yeah, which is which is a shame. It's obviously. Great, great creative pairing for yeah. Whiplash, um, but yeah, uh, I, I agree. And like, I think he's good, and yeah. I think I do look out for him in films. Like I, if I see a trailer with Miles Teller, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's a draw. That is a draw for me to go watch a film. I'm not saying either way whether I do think he's a dick or not. I'm all I'm saying is there's just this piece that's out there, and people just say I don't have an opinion out. And in Sorry. a way, it's kind of like it doesn't matter because I just take what I see on the screen, right? Mm. It's just like that. If you start digging around in everyone's personality, right? Oh yeah, for sure. So, anyway. Uh, this one is from Connor. Hi, Connor here. 
I wonder, I probably don't need to say that when I when they immediately yeah. say their name. Uh, hi, Connor here. Just wondering if you guys have watched Dead Man's Shoes with Paddy Considine and Toby Kebbell. If so, Toby Kebbell, I think, is underrated as well. Uh, if so, what you know who, what he was in? He was in the Ben-Hur remake that no one talks wow. about. Have you seen the original Ben-Hur? No, and I oh, really, it's oh, on my list. Yeah, of things great, yeah. uh, if so, what do you think? Oh, sorry, let me, let me read this again. <laughs> I'm very distracted. Uh, Pat, Dead Man's Shoes with Paddy Considine and Toby Kebbell. If so, what do you think? I believe it is criminally underrated and due to its very small budget it makes it even better that's from connor i haven't seen dead man's shoes i know i've seen clips of it on the 100 greatest movie insults of all time um toby kebbell is massively underrated really great actor he is in dawn of the planet of the apes he plays cobra cobra the villain so all yeah, the attention really obviously everyone's talking about andy circus but he as cobra and that's really a great good. role that you will unfortunately unless you know that's toby kebbell he's yeah. not going to be recognized yes. in the street for that it's role. like a thankless role but it's a, an amazing villain yeah. amazing uh, unspoken about villain mm. of, of modern days really good yeah oh, what, else, oh, what else is he? Oh, great villains great villains uh, stay tuned ideas. um what else is toby kebbell in? i know he does the servant now on apple two plus yeah I haven't seen. which is great he was in kong Skull Island and then was killed off like within the first act right, which is a shame yeah. um, that's about it he was in that great episode this is before this these films yeah. the great episode of Black Mirror about the memory yes that you probably your memories probably the first, best first season first of Black season Mirror? of Black yeah. Mirror Channel 4 Black Mirror yeah that probably was I saw Channel 4 OD like, that was I think, I think I've ago. seen that like three times that's a oh, really wow. good one yeah there you go. Uh, that's all the correspondence for this week. Uh, if you would like to write into the show, please email hello at Pop Kitchen Podcast, and we would love to read your stuff out on the show. Thank you very much. Okay, James, I've got a game for you. Yeah. I want you to guess the film based on the cast, right? Okay. This before? Yes. Do you yes. remember a little bit? Yeah, I remember it. this one, yeah. Okay, so... Guess the film based on the cast. I'm going to read out the actors to you, and you're going to have to guess the movie, but here's the catch. I'm going to read out the actors in a random order. I'm not going to always open with the biggest actor in it. Yep. Okay. Give it away. So stay tuned. Okay. Right. right. So first clue. First okay. film. Rosie Perez. Okay. Danny McBride. Uh, Amber Heard. Pineapple Express. Well done. Congratulations. Ooh. Who's, who's who's Rosie Perez? Who's no, Amber Heard in Pineapple Express? She is, she, is she the girlfriend? Angie Anderson, it says here. I don't know, I've only seen Pineapple Express like twice, and it's not that great. I snuck in to go and see Pineapple Express. You're well hard. Uh, yeah, and uh, we got kicked out because we were like 12 of us, and we were always going to get kicked out. We were oh, yeah. 12 or 13, yeah. Okay. Love it. Second film. Yeah. Guess the film based on, again, remember James, yes. the cast. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Lawrence Fishburne. The Matrix. Russell Crowe. Michael Shannon. Diane Lane. Amy Adams. Kevin Oh, Costa. Man of Steel. Well done. Well <sighs> so, done. Again, so like Man of Steel, you would never think of... Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne, yeah, but he's in it. He is in it, and yeah. He, yeah. And what was the first one you read Russell out? Crow as Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And I was just ended with um, Kevin Costner. Yes, Kevin Costner. Were there any more? Uh, well, Henry yeah. Cavill. Okay, <laughs> that would have been it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would have been it. Okay. 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 It's so hard when you've just heard one name to not be thinking of all their title roles. Okay. Brad Pitt. Seven. Uh, 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 Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
Um, Benicio del Toro. Uh, oh, uh, what's that one? Um, fuck. Um, Jason Statham. Lenny James. Lenny James. What? I'm just. I don't want to read out any more names because it'll give away. Oh, just do it. Jason Fleming. Oh, um, uh, what's it called? Fuck, Snatch. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, so we read all the names again? Brad Pitt, Jason Brad Pitt, Statham, Jason. Benicio Del Toro. The one that would have given it away was Vinnie Jones. Yeah, Vinnie Jones. Bullet Tooth Tony. Jason Fleming, Dennis Farina, Lenny James. Um, did I yes. say that? Uh, yeah, anyway. So, um, but I didn't want to read all of those out because no, we away. Okay, great film. And, a, and an, uh, uh, on a very... Um, unspoken of Brad Pitt performance. I don't think it ever comes yes, up that because much. I think it's now regarded as like, I can understand slightly yeah, troubling. Yes. And with that in mind, also a, uh, a really out there Brad Pitt performance that yeah. I don't think you'd ever see him do that kind of role ever again. No. But in but is, what year was Snatch? That was 2000. It reminds me yes. of when um, Tom Cruise did Magnolia, which is a completely yeah, out of character. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know that role, yeah. To, to, for him to do that. Okay, uh, I've got one. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna draw this one out. This okay. is really gonna. No, this will test you if you know your actors because there's like, loads of character actors. <sighs> okay, here, all right. Okay. okay, okay. I'm gonna begin with a character actor we mentioned in our underrated actors. Right? Okay, Bill Camp. Okay, <laughs> that could be so many films. All right, Lucas Haas. Okay, I don't, I don't David Oyelowo. Um, Adam Driver. Oh my god. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, James Spader, Jeremy Strong, oh my God. David Strathairn, just no. fucking great cast. No, Jared Harris. Oh, oh my God! This, this is really Sally Field, Lee Pace. No, I don't have this. I don't have this. Tommy Lee Jones. I don't have this. Michael Stuhlbarg. <laughs> this is our episode yeah, the other day. John Hawks. No, I don't have this. Oh, Wal- is it gonna Walton really Goggins. Did I say Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah. And then, and then this is going to give it away. Yeah. I should get it from this. Daniel Day-Lewis. Well, oh, it's... Um, wait. No. What film is it? No. We I mean, know it exists. You, you give up. You say no. You say no, I don't have it. I've given you, the, I've given you the entire cast. This which Orchard basically works. Oh, is out. it Lincoln? Yes. yes. Oh my god, that, that is a cast the, list. And that's another one. Who the hell talks about that Lincoln film? No one. No one talks about that now. God, because Adam gonna... Driver is in that Lincoln film. Very, what is that? Oh nine? No, it's uh twenty twelve. I'm going to okay. read that cast list out again because that incredible. is so amazing. What a okay. cast list. And yeah, you've got Michael Stewart. Like all the actors all the, all we the said great characters in, our... in there. With the... okay, here we go again. So that's Daniel Day Lewis. Tommy Lee Jones, Sally Field, David Strathairn, Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt, James Spader, Lee Pace, Jeremy Strong, Jared Harris, God. T- uh, Tim Blake Nelson, who's also in everything, Michael Stuhlbarg, yes. David Costable, who's also in everything, uh, uh, Walton Goggins, John Hawks. Oh, Coleman Domingo's in it. He's uh, <laughs> he's the guy from Euphoria. He plays um, the um, Ali. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Adam Driver, David God. O'Yellowo, you Bill Camp. kill to have that cast <laughs> oh in any God. film. Only Spielberg could get away with that. I think we have to end wow. with that. That is amazing. 
Is what? that a good film? I don't, I, I've only seen it. I think it's well respected, but forgettable. Like, I don't think anyone... It feels a bit heavy and dark, dusty. dusty old people, film. People talk it in rooms... Dark yeah. rooms, a little bit of shouting. Old leathery chairs. Yeah. I think we should. Do not remember he speaks Lincoln the whole thing like this. This yes. constitution cannot stand. Shia LaBeouf's not in that, is he? Uh, no, but I wouldn't be surprised. I think everyone else is. <laughs> He's kind of like, yeah, again, like you have Jeez. like 12 of the best supporting. Dane DeHaan as well. Yeah. Wow. wow. And Elizabeth Marvel. Oh my I mean, God. Dane DeHaan, I was thinking of not Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Dane DeHaan is. And, and Jeremy Strong as well is also in it. Yeah pre-succession or pre like I'd say Jeremy Sorry, Strong blew up the last few years I've, I, keep, I keep forgetting who I've read out because the cast list is so long I, wow that makes me like happy just to read out I guess that's the that's like, yeah boom, boom, <laughs> you feel boom. good yeah can you imagine like being like yeah we've got them all confirmed all of those yeah. people racking off a list but also I bet like at Spielberg's level he's well. just like yeah that's who's why free that's what if I they're expect. free they'll yeah. come yeah. yeah Lincoln wow Anyway, so there you yeah, go. That so was a fun go. little round of guess the cast, based, uh, guess the film based on the cast. Amazing! Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Pop Kitchen. As always, we all post a new episode of this show every single Wednesday, mm -hmm. and we have other bits going out on the channel throughout the week, of course, as well. We've got extra bits. We've got news, reviews, games, impressions, whatever. It's on TikTok. It's on Instagram, and all the other channels: YouTube, Spotify, etc. Have I missed anything? I think that's all. Please give this uh, episode a like. Please subscribe. Give the YouTube some love if you're listening. Uh, and those little five, the, the star rating on Spotify. That's really nice as well. Yes. If you do that, and let us know your thoughts as we were talking about earlier. I think that's all. I think that's all. Bye. See you next week. Bye.